Hello and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, back with another episode for you so you know what's happening here in our wonderful city. We are coming to you from Amplify Studio here in the main library in wonderful downtown Peoria, back with the second episode of 2024. Hopefully you tuned in last week and were able to check out that podcast. I had Mary Lou Stevens on, the director of our ACLS department, and she talked about what 2024 has in store for special events, for libraries, and for arts. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, make sure you do. And as a reminder, you can pick this podcast up wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We're there. Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, the list goes on. Also, we have an email that you can uh, email us, ask questions, show ideas, anything like that. So the email address you can reach us at is what's up Peoria, all one word, at PeoriaAZ.gov. And so with that, we'll talk a little bit about today's episode. I want to introduce my guest. He is our technology librarian, Aaron Rostad, who's here to talk about all things technology with Peoria Libraries. Aaron, how you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good, Nathaniel. Thank awesome. you for having me on today. Of course. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get back to Aaron in just a second. But before we get into the technology here in the library, there are some things I want to tell you about what's going on. Uh, talked a little bit about a few of these last week, but I wanted to remind everybody what's happening here, especially this weekend. There's a lot going on. So starting with On January 13th, which is Saturday from 10 to 2, we have the Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service and Celebration. And there is a lot going on with this. Mary Lou talked about this in depth last week. So make sure you're down here at the Peoria uh, Community Center downtown on uh, Saturday, January 13th from 10 to 2 to take advantage of everything that's going on with the MLK Day of Service and Celebration. Also on Saturday, we have the uh, Concerts in the Courtyard, which is kicking off right here at the main library. That happens at 4 o'clock, and we have some wonderful local performers that are coming in. And uh, you can come down, hang out in the courtyard, enjoy some really, really good music. Uh, The weather's going to be, I think, pretty nice, maybe a little chilly. But you bring your chair down to the courtyard, you hang out, you enjoy really good music. It's, It's all free, and it's a great afternoon of free, fun music. So make sure you head down to the main library for concerts in the courtyard at four o'clock and immediately following that from five to nine is second Saturdays. This is obviously the first second Saturday of 2024. You want to make sure that you uh, head to um, Old Town Peoria for that. If you've been to a second Saturday, you know how great they are. Tons of fun, arts, activity, food, lots of things going on. Uh, and again, that happens from um, from five to nine in Old Town Peoria. And there's always great music. So make sure you head down for the first second Saturday of 2024. It's always a good time. I also want to remind everybody, spring training tickets are on sale. Can't believe I'm saying that. I think pitchers and catchers are about a month away from reporting. And the Peoria Sports Complex is a great venue to watch uh, spring training. So you can do that. You can go over to the PeoriaSportsComplex.com uh, backslash tickets for more information on that. But pick those tickets up now. They are going to go fast. And as a reminder, Peoria residents, you can save 25 
percent. Uh, also want to tell you uh, and remind everybody about Global Sounds, which is starting up uh, on January 10th at 7 o'clock, and that's a Wednesday. And this is a free concert series that happens over at the Peoria Center for the Performing Arts. You can go to theaterworks.org uh, for more information on that. But this is a great concert series where you're going to hear a lot of different music you do need to reserve your seat even though it's free make sure you reserve that seat because uh it, it is limited space and you're going to want to check out all of the cool uh things that are going on with global sound so a lot going on uh and i always want to remind everybody check out the library's website we have a lot of cool programs coming up and we're going to talk a little bit about that with aaron here um as we move into the interview portion of the show and uh aaron again thanks so much for for being on uh, today to talk about all things technology when it comes to Peoria libraries. Before we get into the technology, though, I always got to start out with letting the guests kind of introduce themselves to the audience. You have been in Peoria and working in Peoria for quite a while, but first time on the podcast. This is true, yes. Um, <laughs> He's a little shy, so you <laughs> know, I had, to, I, had to, yeah. I had to coax him into to being on the uh, podcast. But Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you where you come from, where you're from, and then how did you end up in Peoria? I'm originally from North Dakota. Uh, my family moved in the mid '80s to Prescott, actually, where I graduated from high school. Oh, okay. And then down here to the valley. Um, I've worked at the Peoria Public Library here for eight years, but my wife and I have lived in Peoria for over 20 now. Wow, okay. So, yeah. Been you, you're Peoria resident through and through. That I am. But so. from North Dakota. All right. So when did you move from North Dakota? How old were you? Uh, 13. So I remember right, yeah. the last few days have felt pretty normal for you. <laughs> Actually pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comparatively speaking. Yeah. So you lived in Peoria, and uh, how'd you end up or working in Peoria? Well, I started my career at ASU. I was working in the West Campus Library over there and went on to work for a couple of the colleges in there doing web development. Um, I really wanted to get back to the library. Uh, it's kind of where my heart is. So uh, when this the job that I'm in now uh, opened, I, I saw it and just, that's perfect. You know, I'm, right? because I've always kind of lent more towards the tech side of librarianship. So, yes. And the job description was just perfect for me. So. And the yep. rest is history. Almost eight years later. Yeah, yep. <laughs> almost eight years later. And, and Aaron and I started uh, in Peoria relatively close. I think you were about six months before me. About or, a month. Yeah. Oh, it was only a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. So even less, even less than that. So we kind of cut our teeth here in Peoria together, which has been has been a lot of fun. And it, it, Aaron is uh, to to give you a little background on the technology side of things. Aaron is the technology guru. So whenever there's an issue in the library, people are like, where's Aaron? We need Aaron. <laughs> and so he does all of our web design as well. Uh, so he really has his hand in all of the things that happen uh, in technology in, in our library. So um, one of the things that I really wanted to talk to Aaron about today um, is a app that we are now using uh, in the library called My Libro. And this is a very, very cool app that you can, and we're going to really dive into this because you can really do everything you need to do from the library standpoint on this app. So Aaron, let me start out by asking you, tell us a little bit about My Libro, the overview of it, uh, and then we'll dive into some of the uh, specifics. Now, My Libro, uh 
One of the things we were looking at when we were looking at trying to get an app was just we wanted somewhere where one space for our patrons to go to instead of having to go through different apps to access our e-resources, you know, the website in order to check their accounts or whatnot. They have it all right there in my Libro. So some of the features of it that I love using is one is that account option. You can click on your account and check to see if you have any holds ready, if there's anything coming up due, what you have out, what the due dates are. Anything like that is just, you know, one click away. It's, it's right, right at there. your fingertips. Yep. And so that's the really cool thing. And I'm with you. I, that's one of the things I love is the account feature for your own personal use of the library. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very, very cool. Now, you what what are some of the things, if I'm using this personal account, can I place holds on my Libro? Oh, yeah. Okay. You can definitely. You can search. All our catalog is on there. Um, when you do a search, you're searching actually our catalog. Like if you went to our website. Right. You can place holds on there. You can cancel holds if you don't want one anymore. Um, and please do that, by the way. Yeah. Cancel your holds. <laughs> if, if you're not going to be able to pick it up, yes, please cancel Cancel it. your holds. Um, we, we appreciate that. One of the features I do love about it is that there's a barcode on it with your, your library card information. So you don't even really need to carry your library card to the library anymore. You can just use that barcode feature to check out at both the circulation desk as well as the self-check machines. Which is so cool because a lot of times we run into situations where people don't have their card. But we know... Nobody forgets their phone. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. People forget their wallets at home. People forget their, they don't know where their library cards are. You know where your phone is. And we upgraded our technology years ago to be able to scan uh, off of phones for, for the barcodes, correct? Yeah, it's really handy. You just open up the app. You'll see a little option towards the top. You just touch it with a barcode and you just scan your phone in and it's and it's it really easy. is amazing. And I'm, it's funny because I'm, I'm checking out the, the app as we're speaking. I'm looking at it in all the, you know, all the, the account stuff, which is right at the top. Um, the barcode, which is right there. You can, you can um, check out books with not having to worry about where your card is. Um, there's messages uh, also on the homepage so people can find out what's going on. What, what, were some of, what are some of the things they'll see in the library message area? What in the message section that we're offering is basically links to our website. Um, so that you can find basic library information, such as our addresses, our phone numbers, contact information, our holiday hours, everything like that. Um, we also have a link to our announcements page. So if there's any big announcements going on, which will often include like a reading program or a building closure. Yeah, and building closure is really important because yep. we do, you know, for example, we have uh, Martin Luther King holiday coming up. Yep. So you'd be able to see the closures that happen. So the message section is really important. Anything else that, that they might find in the message section? Uh, there's also links to our uh, listing of programs for all ages. Right. So you can go and see when the next story time is or if there's a book club that you're interested in. And as you were mentioning earlier, the, the library has a ton of events going on. Uh, and I'm going to talk a few about a few of those coming up because there is so many. But that's where they can find all the information. Mm -hmm. And then also uh, the, there are links in here to all of the e-resources. Yes, we do link to our three big e-libraries, which is being Libby by Overdrive, uh, Cloud Library, as well as Comics Plus, which is our newest addition to our collection. So let's talk a little bit about Comics Plus, if you don't mind, because that is kind of a, a, a really fast growing area, right? Genre. Um, it's been around for forever, but we're seeing it more and more with a lot of the DC comic movies and the Marvel movies. So the, the, this is a newer edition. So what can people find with the Comics Plus uh, e-resource? What's nice with Comic Plus, it adds or it offers a lot of different types of comic books and graphic novels. Um, you will not find a lot of the mainstream ones in there, but what you do find is a lot of manga. Nice. You find a lot of um, kind of like uh, 
I wouldn't say underground, but kind of underground type yeah, comics. Yeah. You Stuff know? that's not mainstream. Like where the Mutant Ninja Turtles started. That used to be an underground comic until it blew up and became right? a kid's thing. Which is so. crazy because mm-hmm. we, you know, which, and they're still, I can't believe they're still popular. Like yeah. we grew up with the Ninja Turtles, right? And they're still super popular, which is crazy. It's nuts. And even after the Michael Bay films, they're still popular. <laughs> Go figure that one out. But <laughs> Michael, if you're listening, we're sorry. I'll tell you one thing. We have a, uh, a comic book club here, an adult book club for comics uh, run by one of our librarians. And the title they just read, The Rocketeer, is on Comics Plus. So that was one of the ways that they could go in, uh, the people that attend that, and check out the book. Very cool. And that's just one of the many e-resources that are available. We have databases. And then the two big uh, e-resources for books, obviously, Libby being one by Overdrive, and then uh, the cloud. And what can people find in in those two e-resources that are available on the Miley Libby, as being part of a consortium of libraries here in the Valley, has an extremely huge collection in it. Uh, There are a lot of older titles in there that we purchased about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that, when we first uh, joined it, Um, all up to current bestsellers. there's something for everyone. There's even read-alongs on there for kids that a oh, lot of folks cool. don't even realize that they can go on and get books for their kids. Yeah, there's on that so app. many resources so on, on Libby. And then the cloud, which is newer, we, we've only been offering that for a few years now, but that is another option. It is another option. And mostly there's not as much uh, items in that collection, but the hold times are a lot less. We right. do have a lot of the newer popular items on cloud. And whereas in Libby, you may have to wait three or four months to get right. a title in cloud. It's normally only a matter of two or three weeks. Yeah. And normally that's, get that's an advantage too, because Libby, uh, overdrive is very popular. And because we are part of a, uh, consortium in the greater Phoenix area, um, you do find larger hold times for those really popular books or the, obviously the best sellers that come out. And the reason we started offering the cloud is because it's a, it's another option for people. And as Aaron said, it's not, it doesn't have as many items in it, but hold times are much less. And again, a lot of the more popular titles, like when Spare was huge, but there was like a good five to six month wait on Libby to get that when it first came out on cloud library is we had two holds on it. Okay. So, I mean, oh, wow. it's, it's one of those resources we really try and push out to our patrons as a, I don't want to say a better option, but at least a quicker option right. to enjoy your item. And they're both the same as far as quality goes, yep. but it's just what we're trying to do here in Peoria is give you as many options as possible. And really that's why we, we started using my Libro was mm-hmm. about options, right? It was really about giving our patrons, all of our users, easier access to our information and easier access to the catalog. Exactly. And especially a lot of the calls that we get like at our circulation desk or whatnot, our account questions, or is my hold in yet if they didn't right. get a notification. So with my Libro, they can just open their phone, Click on the app and they can look right then and there. It takes just a couple seconds to do it. The My Libro app is available in uh, all of the different stores, correct? Yes, it is available both through Google Play as well as the Apple App Store. So, I mean, which covers pretty much most of what right. you're yeah. talk should, about it, devices. I think it yeah. covers everybody. So, again, download the app. It's free. It's really, really easy to use. And as I said, I'm going through it uh, right now. I'm, I'm literally looking at it. There's so many cool things as far as being able to have access to e-resources. And then also uh, you were talking about the events, all the different events that we have. And there's a ton of them. I'm, I'm checking it out right now. And there are so many things um, 
that just pop up right for you. Uh, you know, whether it's the Read It Any Cookbook uh, Club, which is a really cool uh, book club, uh, but there's uh, the Mario Kart tournament coming up. Well, with the Mario Kart, I just want to let everyone know that we actually uh, starting in. February, I think it is. Maybe it is January. I'd have to double check that. But um, an adult esports. I'm program. looking right at it. Mario Kart. Uh, this is the adult version of the esport, which is really really cool. Um, Aaron mentioned the comic book club. Also, uh, we have movie screenings that are also uh, on here. So again, just a ton of things that you can go on right on the My Libro app and check out, and it's right there at your fingertips. And um, that's just some of the technology that we're offering here, and we're trying to to do more and more of this. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the other technology that we have in our libraries, starting with our computer labs. There's free Wi-Fi in both of the buildings. You just come in and connect to it via your phone or whatever device you're on, laptop. Um, we also check out Chromebooks with Wi-Fi hotspots, so if you need to take it on the go and work somewhere on that, or if you're going on the road on a trip, you can grab a hotspot and a Chromebook or even just a hotspot. Yeah. And take the internet wherever you're going. I checked one out, uh, few, I want to say last year for my kids for a road trip that we were, we drove over to California and I thought, you know, I'm going to check one out and, and, and take it. It was fantastic. My kids loved it. So it really is good for, for road trips. It's good if you want to take the, the uh, family to the park and you want to have Wi-Fi, you want to have the availability of Wi-Fi in an area where you don't. And then the Chromebook with it, that opens up tons of possibilities for people. Oh, without a doubt. And again, it, it helps people that can take their work wherever they go. Right. Um, that's one of the things we've seen more and more in the libraries is that people are coming here to do their jobs or yeah. do their business, run their business. And um, things like the Chromebook can help enable them to do that better and more efficiently. Yeah, and education options oh, too for kids, for young adults who are in college. Uh, these bundles really are helpful for that. They are. They really are. Um, but again, that's that's just the, the beginning of all that we're right. offering. Um the other th option that we have here for our patrons is mobile printing. I mean, you can be sitting at home and need to print out something. You don't have a printer or out of anchor toner, and you can just actually either email it or just upload it directly, come to the library and print it out. That's amazing because it always seems that you're, printer is out of ink when you need the document the most <laughs> <laughs> but that's great so you can mobile printing offers the option to do it from anywhere from much? anywhere from in the world anywhere yes wow. it does it's and yep. then you just come on down and pick it up yep in fact you can pick which building you want to release a job at and you can even pick which printer you want if you want to do the youth lab or the adult lab or whatnot that's cool and how how do they go about doing that so if i want to print something how do we do that there are links um there's actually an app you can download to do that that. Okay. Uh, the information's on our website. If you look under mobile printing in the left-handed menu, um, you can. there's also an email address as well that you can actually just email an attached file to and we'll print it out. Wow, that's fantastic. It is, it's pretty cool. It's one of the um, services that we've been trying to get here for years and we were right. finally able to pull the trigger on it. I mean, it just, it makes a huge difference, especially with people working in the building because yeah. back in the day, you would actually have to log on to one of our machines in order to print anything. And now you can just do it straight from your laptop. Yeah, and if you're working from home, Mm -hmm. or you're working on a project, boom, you print it, you come on down, pick it up, you're good to go. So these are the type of technology services that we are offering that we want people to know about, the mobile printing, our computer labs, all free. The computers are completely free. All these services that we're talking about here today are all free, and that's the, the very cool thing 
I think that people need to know about is that there's tons of services here to help you in school, to help you with your business, research, anything you're trying to do. That's right. And the technology portion of that is a huge chunk and it's growing every day. Um, we offer help with each of our e-libraries, both installing them and just showing you how to basically run them right. and be able to find your item in there. Um, you can actually set an appointment up with a librarian or a technology specialist. And um, if you have questions like how to do a Word document or even a, a resume, you can set up an appointment and just get some one-on-one time with them. We are here to help. And, and as I said, Aaron's done a great job of really assembling the technology and making it available. Um, and then also making sure that people know how to use it correctly, because that is the big thing, right? We want everybody to be able to use this technology, um, but you got to be able to use it correctly. And so uh, it's like this podcast podcast room. It's free. You yeah. come on down, you take a small training online, and you now have a podcast room that you can create content in. So these are just the things that we I wanted to make everybody aware of uh, with Aaron here um, and, and some of that technology that we offer, whether it's our computer labs or whether it's on the go with the Wi-Fi uh, and the, the um, Chromebook bundles, the printing that we offer. Am I missing anything, Aaron? Is there anything, any other technology areas that I, I might have missed? Because there's a lot. Well, which is available for the public. I think we pretty much covered it in that. Um, I do think there's a lot of folks that don't realize how much technology is involved in a library these days. Everything from our integrated library system, which right. is the catalog, basically, yes. that everybody searches, to our automatic materials handlers, our self-check machines, our RFID equipment. I literally could go on and on just how <laughs> embedded tech has become in the library. It today. really has, and it makes Aaron's job hard, but also good job security. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes. I, I really do like it just because it is such a variety and it's always changing. I mean, every other, every year, you know, there's yeah, a new something development. New. AI is a big one right now. Oh yeah. That we're all looking sure. at and seeing how we can use that to better we're our patrons' lives. We're all excited and scared about AI, right? We're yeah. all very like, woohoo. And then we're like, I don't know, you know, is ter Terminator coming? We're not sure. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, but again, we are trying to incorporate as much of that as we possibly can. Yes. Yeah. And that's where Aaron comes in. Um, and, and as I said at the opening, Aaron is the tech guru here. He handles all of the tech throughout the system. And he also is uh, oversees our collection development, which means his team is the ones that are putting all the books on the shelves. So uh, there's a, a, a big umbrella of things that Aaron is, is uh, in charge of and over, but uh, definitely does a great job. So Aaron, thanks for coming on today and, and talking about the technology. We appreciate it. And uh, um, people can go to our website. They can find out all all about these things uh, from the web website, correct? That is correct. And awesome. that's just, it's a really easy URL. It's just peoria.polarislibrary.com and it takes you right there. And uh, you can get all of the information that we've been talking about programming, uh, all the technology that's available, our catalogs, our e-resources, and make sure you download the My Libro app because it is, the ease of use with this app is fantastic. And I use it all the time. And I, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are really becoming big supporters of this because because of the ease of use. That and just having it mobile, it's at your fingertips right. every time. Like you said earlier, everybody always has their cell phone on them. You know where your phone is. Yep. I guarantee it, right? <laughs> I may not know where my kids are, but I know, I know where, where my phone, phone is. is. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not the truth. All right. Well, hey, Aaron, again, thanks for coming on and talking about all things technology. I appreciate it. And as technology continues to change, I want to keep, keep you coming on in and talking about the changing world of technology. That'd be great. Well, uh, Aaron, um, again, thank you very much. If you have questions about this, email the show. If you have questions about technology, 
a technology, email the show. We will get you the answers that you need. But make sure you download the My Libro app and check out the wonderful technology uh, and the e-resources that Peoria has to offer because it, it's a lot. And uh, we want to make sure that that you know it's available, you know how to use it, and that you're you're able to access it. And that's the most important thing. So appreciate you tuning in every single week. Keep doing that. And again, uh, make sure you're emailing if you have questions or show ideas because we want to hear from you. And as always, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in every single week. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. So until next time, this is What's Up Peoria. Well, magic spell.